Alright, so this is Vomiting Rainbows. This is a dark newscast where um, I'm with my buddy Joe. And on this episode, we talk about a bunch of great topics. Yeah, we, yeah, window shit. We, one. we talk about uh, uh, what happens on a Tinder date when you have to take a poop. Yeah. And uh, we also talk about uh, probably not the nicest subject, but you should definitely be careful when you take a lot of uh, cold medicine before you go to bed. Yeah, the dynamics of sleepwalking. Right, and then we talk about uh, a date, a wonderful date for two months that... Uh, had some two-year repercussions. Mm-hmm. So listen. all that and more this week on vomiting rainbows. Listen and enjoy. All right. What if our ears had to be put on? What if our ears had to be put on first? Before like we, we had headphones. Like ears had to be plugged in. I mean, I guess it's a hearing aid. I'm just well, talking about hearing aids. I, I think the 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 best part from our previous episode is I showed. One of our friends, and she said that uh, uh, the podcast sounded really, really good. And so like, the audio production quality. No, I don't know about the audio oh. production quality, but uh, she said she thought we were funny, but she was just wondering what what we were on. Oh, and I was like, wait, because Joe says things like maybe we, what if we had to put our ears on <laughs> and turn that off. This is just a really long turn off my phone. No, just turn it off because I I can hear it. Oh, oh! I get like, what you're saying now. What if this whole show is a long play for like a "Don't Do Drugs"? This is like the Truth Campaign. It, that's that's exactly, that's what the whole thing comes down. Yeah, to. yeah. At the very end, it's going to be like "Don't Do Drugs." It's going to be an M Night Shyamalan twist at the end. Yeah, exactly. But I guess he doesn't give away the twist like I just did. Yeah, uh, that I would say that's that's case, true. Yeah, it doesn't work as well. I feel like the Sixth Sense was good, and I feel like. Uh, I actually, and this is probably going to get really bad reaction, but what's the one with uh, Joaquin Phoenix and with the aliens, the Shyamalan film? Oh, wasn't that? Signs? Yeah, Signs. I thought that was actually entertaining. I thought that was good. Yeah. People what? hate that movie. Uh, well, there are a lot of movies that people hate well, that true. I really like. Those show your, your refined tastes. Exactly. Yep. So this is Vomiting Rainbows. Uh, I think this is episode now 41. Mm-hmm. You weren't here for episode 40. I, I listened to the beginning and it sounded great. Robbie's awesome. Yeah, Robbie's great. Big fan of the Rob. Uh, and so uh, this is a podcast where I tell you three stories that you know nothing about. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get your reaction in a beautiful rainbow. Mm-hmm. Um, of puke. Of puke. Yeah. Um, the so, rainbow of boff. So, I mean, why don't we just jump right in it unless you... Uh, jump in the rainbow of like the puddle that is the... the puddle the, is... What's, <laughs> what is at the end of a puke rainbow? Like gold is at the end of a normal rainbow, right? If 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 we were to actually vomit rainbows, what would be at the end of it? At the other end of the rainbow, would there be Ben? Ben. Ben would be at the end of the rainbow, just <laughs> sitting there getting doused and doused in barf <laughs> and beautiful and, and multicolored vom- rainbow puke. Rainbow puke. So See, we we've only less than three minutes in, and we've already solved something. We have solved something, no, and and almost. then. And this one, we're going to learn some cool things as well. Right. Uh, but what we're going to first talk about is Matthew uh, Phelps, not any relation to the other Phelps. Or Matthew McConaughey. Or Matthew McConaughey. Uh, this is the point where he jumps. Ben's going to jump up and hit the camera. Right. I guarantee it. That's why the camera doesn't usually go there. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's on his sitting spot. Yeah. Okay. He is going to come over here, though. Um, so... 
uh, and this is also a podcast with Ben. Right. Right. So he's a, a main figure in this, uh, mostly uh, taking up space or knocking things over. And cleaning your computer screen right now with his tail, <laughs> he which does, is pretty he's, considerate. He's handy in so many ways. They got to do cattail dusters. Yeah. Like, would it be an extension to the tail that could just, like, dust your counter? There are a lot of extensions to cat stuff that are so weird. Have you seen a duster? A tail duster? I have seen a thing that you can put in your mouth um, and and pretend weird, and pretend to lick your cat. <laughs> Come on. I'm not kidding. All right. That's disgusting. Yeah, there's other ones. Is that, are there people listening who are like, oh, that's sweet. No, no one's response to that is, who are the... <laughs> He doesn't. Ben just scratched the hell out of Doug. Yeah. Again, there's a response to that. That's like I need to get this. Yeah. And lick my cat. I know. But with a fake. Is it like a brush? Yeah, it's like a brush that you put in your mouth, like a like a sucker. And it's like like the quarter machine sticky tongues. Where is it like sticky? No, no, no. It's just like a. It looks like a. It looks. It's like a comb, but in the face of uh, like in in a tongue format that you bite on like a mouth guard. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's weird. Somebody thought of that. Is it an seen on TV thing? Yeah. It's going to be at the beta store? It's like a new... It, it could... It, I, the, the thing about it is you know somebody took a lot of time and they were like, you know what I need and you know what every cat like lover needs. Yeah. Who's the cat on the receiving end of that? Who's the, the cat prototype that had to be like, oh Christ, my owner's coming over here to lick me for two hours again to test this product? I feel like... Well, maybe the cat would be stoked, I guess. I feel like that's a cat that we need to send the SPCA to check on. Yes. <laughs> the the Cat Protective Services. All right. So CPS. Back to Mike, Mike, uh, sorry, Matthew and Lauren Phelps. Matthew is 28. Lauren Phelps is 29. Okay. They're two geeks who live in Raleigh. Uh, North Carolina, beautiful part of the country. Yeah, never been. You haven't? Never been to North Carolina. I've driven through North Carolina. Lo- I've heard nothing but wonderful things. I Wait, have great hold on. Beaches. You've never been to North Carolina, but you've driven through. Okay, Doesn't that kind okay, of. Okay, like- all right. Are we going to split hairs here, pal? <laughs> are you going to like fine tune this thing? I'm just saying. It's a good point. Um, so I've been to North Carolina. <laughs> I haven't been to Raleigh. Okay. And I've driven through. Okay. But I've heard there are beautiful beaches in, in the North Carolinas. I think Madison Bumgarner's from there. And I've heard Asheville is a really reasonable, cool place to live. Yeah, they're all beautiful places. Yeah. So uh, th- they got married. They're a happy couple. Um, they uh, celebrated their nuptials with a lightsaber fight to show you how geeky they are. Got it. All their pictures on Instagram um, from last year show them courting by going to lots of star wars things mm-hmm. they're big into the star wars uh, also big into back to the future nice um lauren is a sunday school teacher uh, matthew has a lawn care business and is an aspiring minister okay uh they are religious to the core i could i could figure that one um those people never have issues right ever right um they met uh on instagram he uh well, that's interesting yeah um I don't know many people who meet on Instagram. Have you mm-hmm. met anyone on Instagram? Um, have not. It's it would be kind of challenging. I, I mean, th- is that part of the story? Are you going to tell us how they did? They, did he like instant met? Did he see a picture he liked an instant messenger or vice versa? Yeah. So what this he is sa- a part of it? Okay. Yeah. So what he said is he said he was looking through a bunch of the photos, um, and he liked uh, he saw and liked one of her photos uh, because it was a friend's photo set and. Um, he realized that it was a crush that uh, on a girl from middle school. The the friend. 
Yeah, he he had a crush on her in middle school and just had forgotten about her. Oh, the girl who ended up being with. Yeah. Okay. Nice. So I uh, he sent her a message and the rest. I is this is this about you? Sorry. He. Okay. Sorry. I, maybe that. Yeah. Uh, asking for a friend. Right. Asking for a Wait, friend. Has every week one of these stories been about you? <laughs> you I, just I think, covered it. I I think the problem is is most of most is this of that, a band around your ankle? <laughs> most of them end up with people in jail. Yeah. So I think that would be challenging. Not if all ever, of them, dude. Uh, pretty much all of them. <laughs> all of them. Okay. Probably uh, true. Uh, but except for this one. Sure. So um, just to clarify, on the record, this is me. not you. This is not me. Okay. Uh, so he sent her a message, and the rest was history. And uh, I guess, have you ever had or gotten a RoboBuzz? You know <laughs> wait, 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 is that some weird sexual nerd thing? No. Do you, you RoboBuzz? Yeah. No. Uh, so you, I have no idea what this is. You take like Robitussin, oh. and you drink like a lot of it. Yeah. Because it has this. They're amphetamines, right? Yeah. It's basically, it's. Um, uh, DXM or uh, dextromethorphan. I mean, I've definitely gotten high off of cough medicine, but yeah. not really like when I was sick, taking extra doses, feeling fantastic. Yeah, that's not like, that it's something anyone should ever do. No, but little Wayne calls it sip, sip and syrup. Uh, and it apparently has he's been abusing DXM so much that he uh, has been having seizures from it. Oh man, so yeah, yeah it that's can be sense stuff. So Matthew um, woke up from a dream after taking uh, Coracidin, which is from Bear. Um, in his dream, he had... he Like had a high dosage or just a normal dosage? A high dosage. Okay. Um, he said that But he, he wasn't trying to get high. He was just sick. No, he was. He, oh, he, he was. oh, okay. He was sick, but he heard that if you took more, it made him feel better. So he thought... Like party geeks. Yeah, party geeks. But he was also going to bed. So. Got it. Um, he then, in his, he had a dream that he had stabbed his wife to death. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> and when he awoke, he called 911 because there was blood all over him. And there was a knife in his bed and his wife was not moving. Wait, wait, wait. Um, in the dream or in real life? In real life. Of course. In fucking real life, dude. <laughs> so um, the 911 oper- uh, operator asked him to clarify what he meant by... He thought he had stabbed his wife. Mm-hmm. And he said, there's a knife laying in the bed and blood is all over it. Um, and he goes, I think I may have killed her. And he goes, is she moving? And he said, no. And then he started sobbing. Um, he goes on to reassure the 911 operator that he doesn't have the knife near him. And uh, he will stay away from it. He said that um, the blood is also all dry on him and she still isn't moving because the operator keeps, I I listened to the 911 call and he keeps trying to, the operator says, if, if there's a chance she's still alive, we need to find out if she's breathing. How could that 911 call be out there already? Because this just happened, right? Yeah, it just happened a day ago. So it's probably pulled down now. No, it's there. Because isn't this going to be a a trial? Yeah, but they released that. Really? Yeah, pretty, most of the time they do do it pretty quickly hmm. and What's especially on police scanner uh, on, well and on uh on the site for that it was like a raleigh police site mm-hmm. they put all the 911 calls Jeez, dude. they redact information before they put it up but yeah it's like public record 
Um, this is very different from when I read the police reports from Carmel over the weekend. Uh-huh. And literally, one was man left iPod atop car, drove away. When he returned, iPod was gone. <laughs> iPad, I should say. iPad. Yeah, no one believed it when I said iPod. Right. No one. So, do you want to clarify this story? No, no, no. Please All continue. Right. All right. So, yeah, I mean, that was that's a good story. <laughs> All right. Cool. Can we can we talk more? Okay. About- <laughs> Let's talk more about the guy who stabbed his wife. Okay. In his dream. All right. Uh, and I so, do have some personal Vicks Vapor Up NyQuil stories I'd love to jump into. Oh, we should talk. After this. No, why, why don't we talk about this? Well, <laughs> I mean, are you done with the... No, no, the no. Ma- I mean, I, mean I, I feel like these are going to be really good. Well, I'll t- I mean, I will say this. And I don't know what's in Vicks Vapor Up versus what's in NyQuil. And I definitely feel... Here goes our live feed from Ben. Yeah. Uh, I definitely feel that... I mean, <laughs> Vicks Vapor Up is pretty much just menthol, right? And there it goes. Yeah. So I'll tell you this. So the first stories I remember doing super weird stuff in my sleep, like sleepwalking, would usually be when I was like taking Vicks Vapor up. Before I think I even took when I'm like 18, 19, first in college. And then I think I got a little bit older. And if I felt really, really sick, I'd take NyQuil. Don't like take too many medicines when I'm sick. So Vicks Vapor up, the first time I remember this happening, middle of the night, I remember having like such an important reason to do things like pick up my television screen and turn it against the wall. Right. I unhinged my uh, sliding closet doors, like unhinged them from the track and laid them against my bed. I would like take my guitar out of the guitar case, walk into the living room and set it on the couch, like incredibly non sequitur, weird, specific movements. I would take like, photos off the wall and just like set them face down on the ground and then and then i fix rape (laughs) wait but that stuff is just like no i know i know it's there's no i was pretty sensitive i because at the time it was not anything more than that but it would only happen when i took that but it might have just been because i was sick and like your subconscious being sick is a little off or something but then it would start to happen again when i was older and i would take nyquil and i remember the exact same, same kind of stuff where it would be like I would I would oh be God. standing up in my room at two or three in the morning, right? Like, cause cause that stuff knocks you out. I mean, no, much I more Nyquil, right? But but then I remember the moment of clarity, saying I need to like turn this painting, uh, like around, or I need to um, get my basketball out of the closet and roll it down the hallway. You re- you and like- in that moment, it was like. It's so important that I do this right? with no process or conclusion as to why. And then the next morning, all those things would have happened. And I woke up just completely with like, what the fuck? Just what uh, What the hell? And and it was something about, again, I can't, exp- the weird part to this story is that I can't explain why the hell that was happening with Vicks Rub, other than, you know, I'll do some Googling on, is there some random ingredient that has, I mean, certainly not a methamphetamine, but but it makes a lot of sense then, and it relates to this story in a yeah, weird totally. way with, with the NyQuil side of it, um, where, yeah, your subconscious is, is activated or, or staying activated in some way, or maybe it's just like you're in a sound sleep, because I don't remember my dreams a lot. I did it as a kid, but not as an adult, and so those times I maybe was digging more into the subconscious because i was more tired or something i don't know but yeah. it's crazy well and the other thing too is so when your body goes the well dxm affects the body in a lot of ways mm-hmm. um one i think is like kind of a hallucinogen um but a lot of people when you if you don't fully go to sleep and you have a dream 
then the sleep paralysis, like the, your body not allowing you to react right. with your actions, right, um, may not kick in. Mm. So, so then it's not a deep sleep. If so anything, it's like it's more like, like sleepwalking. Sh- yeah. So, um, I maybe I, I'm. That's obviously the defense direction that he's going, but mm. crazy. Um, well, so yeah. I mean, I guess you got to keep telling the story. But is there a part of it where you think this might be a cover for this guy, or does it sound as though? It sounds like they checked his system after and found that he had taken a ton of this Bayer stuff. And well, it sounds I mean, like no one knows yet. Obviously, I it's not that far along yet, but I'm sure they did some sort of blood test when right. he got there. Uh, the other thing too is he, uh, the police released a statement basically saying here, they said um, that uh, they did not. They are pursuing, the police feel like the act is not random, um, and they are pursuing uh, life or death, or the death penalty. Jeez. uh, Life without parole or the death penalty. Um, So, I mean, he went on to reassure him about the knife. He did a lot of things to me, and an FBI, I listened to an FBI. Wait, he did a lot of things to you? No, that that I thought were odd oh right uh, and a bunch of those things were more details to the story that don't add up maybe? just just the way that he was very he hit a bunch of points like mm. he was like um i stabbed my wife I, oh you're talking about the call the yeah, yeah i took a bunch of cold medicine I don't have the weapon in my hand. Right, versus the blood. this like audio being this crazy person who woke up next to the love of his life who's right. dead. You'd probably like I would think ninety nine percent, if not more, would be freaked out of their minds and not logical pinpointing right. stuff. Probably. I mean, yeah, yeah you those. wouldn't be like uh I mean, I understand that he's like I woke up from I'm in a kind of a haze, there's blood on my hands, I had taken cold medicine. But yeah. I, I don't think he would be saying those. I, everyone reacts to trauma differently. Sure, but sure, sure. It just seemed like he was very clear. Like he did very clear things, like making sure that he made them aware that the weapon was far from him yeah. and that the blood was dry. Yeah, it seemed convenient. It seems very um, regimented to yep. like, here are the things that I need to knock out before they get here. Yeah. Um. Was there, a, I mean, has anything been mentioned of a motive? Like, did they talk to friends? Were they a happy couple? You know, is there other things to it? or None of, not that you would none of her say. family has spoken out, and all of her friends have just basically posted online that um, he, or that they're really sad at the loss of their friend. Hmm. So nothing, no one's coming out and One said, way or the other. Yeah, said anything, and his friends are, like, dead quiet. Yeah. Uh <laughs> That was a neat pun. Oh, I got uh, it. I got it. All right, never mind. Uh, well, was, yeah. yeah, I mean, you know. Right. Ben is watching the feed through your phone right now. Uh, he's licking the phone. Yeah. So that's exciting. Uh, he might actually turn off our feed. You might want to keep an eye on the feed. You might want to check that on your phone. Yeah. Um, anyway, so uh, Phel- uh, Phelps attorney, uh, uh, Joseph Cheshire, says that um, the effects of the cold medicine uh, taken uh, before going to bed are certainly going to be a major part of of his defense and a major part of the total uh, inquiry. Um, Also, they said that um, 
he is uh he being phelps has been going through a lot of trauma and he's still recovering with the actions that occurred that night how old is he uh he is 28 because it also would be interesting to see it doesn't unless he hasn't taken any medicine before you would think there might be like a history of sleepwalking or right. you know any kind of subconscious behavior or maybe he's also claiming this is the first time he ever took this medicine i don't know if that's a part of it yeah well there, and the other thing too is she had posted all these things online about how in love they were and all mm. of this stuff it's their first year of marriage yeah. so it doesn't seem like something bizarre was going yeah. on but nonetheless um uh the family only posted uh about uh her life tragically ending um, and that they're grieving the loss and they hope that they will be given time and space by the press. So there's a YouFundMe site for her. They've re uh, as of um, yesterday, they had raised uh, $6,000 to help her family with the cost of her burial. You know, what's interesting is that I've never heard of anything like this I'm sure it's been out there. I know, like, you know, Daniel Johnson. I don't know if you've ever seen the documentary Devil versus Daniel Johnston, but he, like, almost jumped out. I think he was sleepwalking, like, almost jumped out of a window, and there's been a lot of those stories. But, yeah. But nothing to the point that it was from a medicine and in, like, a case. Though right. I'm not reading the dark news all the time at the same point. Maybe this is – is that something, like, you've heard about before? It seems what? like it's something that actually, with so many people taking these medicines – and and if this is not complete bullshit, which it might be a bullshit alibi, but the fact, I guess for me, because I, I really did have that experience where my body was doing something I was completely not in control of and completely unaware of. Right. Now, the piece that's interesting is that I do remember in the moment I'm like rotating my TV around, doing something completely illogical. Uh-huh. I do feel I was present in that moment, but I was making a decision based on complete absurdity. So then like... Did you think, but you didn't think it was absurd in your mind when no. you were doing it? In the moment, it was like, I didn't know why, but I had to do it. Right. But I, the why wasn't even a part of it. Like, but, it was just about, this is something I need to do. But what about... So, theoretically, that could have been anything. I mean, as freaky as that seems. What's that thing when uh, people, like, have sleep rage or whatever? They, like, are, or t- uh, terrors. Oh, night right, terrors. Right, right, Um So, they, they like, like... Thrashing in bed and whatnot. Thrashing, but attacking things in bed. Yeah. And, like, stuff... Like, it's really scary. Yeah. Um, so maybe it was something kind of in the... Yeah, it wasn't even that big of a subconscious as much as he was yeah. just, like, twitching out of control. I mean, but he absurd. had to go get a knife. <laughs> I mean, that's the that's the really challenging part. Like, right. If you have night- It's a pretty specific thing. It wasn't right. just, like, pushing something over. I mean, so was my situation, but it's not like walking and opening. There are so many levels of waking you up along the way, maybe, and having it be... Yeah, but you you and do also, you hear you, about people who go and they go like make like a peanut butter sandwich in, in the middle of the night well, because because yeah. they have uh, what is that drug um, the sleeping drug uh, Advil PM no no the, the <laughs> prescription one I don't know um, whatever that one is that one uh, if you take it yeah one of the common things it suggests you do, no people sleepy all the time on it oh, wow. but they will get up go to the kitchen yeah. make food yeah. And then they'll wake up in the morning, all this food will be out. But so doesn't it feel like, you know, we've all probably had friends growing up or college and whatnot that would, uh, you know, be like peeing in a closet or, or be like sleep sleepwalking. Right. After a party, usually maybe alcohol involved, so you're not going into deep sleep or something. But don't they feel kind of like mushy? 
Yeah. Like they're so, like you know what I mean. Like you're not going to be like a strong. Right. You're not going to be in touch with your physicality when you're in that. Maybe I'm totally wrong. Right. Because I don't really know, but I the sense I guess I always got from having friends do that and even thinking about like i'm in my room moving stuff around i'm probably a high level you, wuss like someone could probably like push me over or you could get away from them like yeah it, like it, she's waking up and he's yeah it depends if, on i think you're I gonna can't imagine your subconscious is like an active physical thing yeah you couldn't hold them and right. stab them like it, it seems like you could attack them but it doesn't seem like it would be something fatal right if you're in a sleep or a trance like that's thing. the assumption i have that's, no clue right maybe maybe your muscles don't change but it just seems like that's the case i would agree okay so anyway. so then we figured this out we, i don't think that we, that is not uh it doesn't support his alibi and he's uh guilty it's probably i think more is going to come out that there was probably a, a issues in the relationship that she had told friends and and then that creates motive and he was they they've been together for whatever two years it was like new love and he was like crazy about her so maybe he just lost his shit dang man but i don't know can you can you uh date something medically that specifically like could you could you date something to the point that they can tell 10 minutes after or before she was stabbed if he took the medicine at this point with technology you think I think you know. So if did yeah. he take it before? Or did he take it after? Right, exactly. I think they are going to, they, depending on what his attorney blocked or didn't block. Yeah. Or if they got, if if they used that uh, information that he did on the nine one one call to get a warrant for his blood. Right. Then because he could always deny it. And I'm guessing this stuff doesn't stay around your system very long. Right. So I they might be able to and tell how much he processes in a certain amount of time. Right. But it, it just depends on if they get it. Right. So that's a doozy, man. It's really sad. <laughs> I'm sorry. I but, totally missed your pun earlier too. Yeah. Well don't worry. Nah, that's a good one, man. There's there's plenty of time for more puns. Okay. We'll keep it punny. Great. Um so Lauren Adderley, uh, she's 21. Her ex-boyfriend Mitchell Lloyd, uh, he they're from this is like a couple themes. Yeah, this is a couple, all couples. Oh really? All, oh it is. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> they uh, were from Shrewsbury, UK. Shrewsbury. Yep. Shrewsbury. Uh, it sounds like a lovely place. Uh, the two were together uh, for two months when he felt like. Um, he did not want to see her anymore, so they broke up. Uh, but unfortunately, Lauren was involved in an incident right after they broke up, uh, which required Mitchell to testify for the police. Mm. Um, Mitchell was often out of the town, out on the town, and uh, the officer said he needed to start using some restraint on his behavior behavior before the trial, or it would reflect poorly on Lauren. Hmm. Um, he, so, you know, they just didn't, I'm sure they probably just didn't want him like being drunk or disorderly right. and then that making it look like he's not a valid witness to right. whatever occurred. Right. Um, so he tried to curtail some of his, uh, drinking and things of that nature. He's 21. She's, uh, 22. Um, oh, sorry. Uh, he was 20. She was 21. Um, so 
he continued to do this, but uh, the police demands became more and more adamant that he needed to stop certain behaviors or they were going to fine him for those behaviors. Hmm. Um, so who were fining him? The police. Oh, interesting. Um, and so they they continued to do this and such at such high restriction on his life that he felt um, like he had no life at all. He could no longer go out. He was no longer, uh, he had to be back at a certain curfew. Mm-hmm. They were trying to tell him not to be out past certain hours. Mm-hmm. All to keep him from drinking. All to keep him from drinking and things like that. Yeah. Um, it ruined relationships. It stopped all relationships. How long was this going on for? Uh, two years. Wow. Uh, he finally had enough. He posted, uh, one of these letters, uh, or no, he, first he uh, posted that he, he was being a good Samaritan, uh, but the police cannot, uh, intervene in his life and find him so heavily for these actions. Right. Because they were th- threatening, uh, 3000 pound fines. So I don't know how much that five, but, five grand. Yeah. Something like that. So, five. And he said that they were threatening him with these huge fines for these infractions just because it would look poorly on their case. And while he was just trying to be nice and help Lauren out. Yeah. Um, His friends asked what was going on. So he posted one of the emails. Uh, My guess is Mitchell is not that bright of a guy. Uh, His friends immediately told him that he needed to call the police in person. Because he was only interacting with them via email. What? Yeah. So you ever had a really obsessed girlfriend? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we're not getting into these stories. (laughs) No, I'm not going on the air with this one. I'm not touching that with a 10 foot pole, dude. You're not going to go there? No way. You're afraid she'll come back and and, and boil your Absolutely have not. (laughs) Never. That, that, That bad. Huh? That bad. No. Yeah, do, do, no. I, can, I can see fear in your eyes. No. Yeah. I don't have any eyes. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah, well, she probably doesn't listen to the podcast, dude. <laughs> can we <laughs> move yeah, on? Are, are you starting to sweat? What? What is going on? Is there? it hot in here? <laughs> is it? Woo. No, you're turning red, no, dude. No, I'm not. We're facing. No, the color of your wall is red, so naturally. The pigment of my skin. <laughs> Dude, you're having trouble. Goes, Your throat is too <laughs> tight. <laughs> 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 I have to go. <laughs> so it turns out, turns out Lauren was kind of obsessed with Mitchell. Dude, are you going to like run out of this room? What is going on? Is she going to jump let over check, the wall? Let me check my GPS. Yeah. No, there's nothing. Yeah, uh-huh. I can tell there's nothing. Uh yeah, I can't wait to find out. We'll have a, a beer after this, and you'll tell me a little bit about what. No, I don't yeah. have I don't have a liquid vault like that, dude. Uh, yeah, all right. Got that, <laughs> got that locked nice and tight. You got that nice and tight, like the dungeon she kept you in. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, Mitchell had been being controlled by the fake e- email police p- police emails. Sorry for uh, two years, um, and they called it a sophisticated catfishing. Uh, ruse that they were surprised had controlled him for so long. Dang, man. But they appreciated his dedication to justice. <laughs> oh. 
Wait, so how did this shake down? What happened? Like, did he? Uh, he well, he contacted the police, <laughs> and then the police realized that this guy had been being tortured via email right. for two years, right? By the police, uh, by the police, and they don't take kindly to people impersonating the police. Um, he said that uh, in his victim impact statement, which he read at her sentencing, mm-hmm. um, that she felt pressured and blackmailed for two years uh, during the relation. Uh, uh, after the relationship and at one point uh the court heard how um she threatened to kill herself the the Jeez, the girl with a pair of scissors telling him oh no God. one will ever love you like i love you okay let's be clear they went out for two months <laughs> two months um wow uh the recorder told her these are such seriously uh this seri- is like the fan you remember that movie the it, fan no Oh well, God, it's a long story, but it's Robert De Niro, and he basically is like, "Oh, I do," beating yeah. up Wesley Snipes, and the guy's like, "Chill out, chill out, chill out." He's like, "We could have made it. We could have been pros." Like, we were twelve. It's right. just like completely out of touch with reality. Right. And I mean, you know, she's crazy. Yeah, a little bit crazy. She says, uh, or the recorder, um, I guess who's like the court reporter, um, said that these are such serious crimes. Uh, uh, he could not li- live his life properly during the two years um, that you committed these offenses. You did that for your own benefit. No I mean, matter is that federal impersonating a police officer? That's got to be a federal offense, right? I don't know. Yeah, but uh, she got nine months in jail, hmm. so she's serving her time now. And I, I think she also got a fine. Um, but yeah, and now she's like whispering between jail cells, pretending to be like a warden to the other inmates. Right. Yeah. Um. So, let's go to another first date. Yeah, all right. You want to hear another lovely first date story? Also from the UK. Okay. Something's uh, going on in the, in the London these days, huh? Uh, well, this is in I Bristol. Of them are, oh, nice. Um, so, Liam Smith. Uh, That's he, where they have... Is that Bristol's where I think they have good cider? I don't is that know. right? Yeah, I think they have good cider out there. No, yeah. it's like a thing. Is it? Yeah. Bath I, and... Bristol, I think, have like the best cider. I think the only, anywhere. The only thing I know about Bristol is I think Jake Bug is from there. Yeah, there's like a legit music scene. Yeah, and they have uh, they have like cider is way more popular than beer. Oh, but and they're good because there's like dry ciders and stuff. They're not like all sweet. They're like legit good ciders. We drink a lot of cider out there. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. isn't yeah. that all things in the UK? Like everybody from the UK cider. Drinks cider. See, I didn't know that. Yeah, like all. I my- don't feel like cider was a big thing in London. Well, it's definitely I mean, it was bigger than here, but it wasn't like in the Ireland. Go-to. It's like a big thing. Cider, yeah. Huh. So, um, Liam uh, went on a lovely date with a girl that he met on Tinder. Um, we will not. We'll just call her Tinder Girl because they will not name her. Hmm. Um, what did they name her? Tinder Girl. Uh, they said "Girl to me na- remain unnamed." Got it. Um, and they were watching a doc- a documentary on Scientology. Uh oh. Um, the girl then d- had to go to the bathroom. Uh, the fire department was called shortly after to help girl who will not be named or Tinder girl. Um, you're being a, you know, I like the detective part of the show, the aspect where you get to guess what occurred. Yeah. So she's in the bathroom and the fire, fire de- department, not cops. Nope. Cops fire didn't department. come and then call fire department. Nope. She lit a fart on fire. <laughs> she lit a turd on fire. Uh, I, I will say it did have something to do with her turds. Oh god damn it, dude. <laughs> like it was it was her turds were flammable enough that like 
it 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 i like where you're going with the fire but you know that's probably not the right direction what else do, does the fire department do other than put out fires plunge toilets that would they be get a plumber cat, they get cats and dogs out of trees yep they put out fires they get people out of like small areas she got stuck on the toilet she got stuck in a small area oh on um, the toilet well let's go into the story she was shitting in the sink so what she had done is she'd gone to the bathroom uh liam's toilet would not flush and so being a proper girl she did not want him to know that she had <laughs> taken a dump in the toilet so she cut cut to dumb and dumber yeah. scene. Yeah. So she decided to throw the the poo out the window. Oh come on, man! Yeah. Wait uh, a minute. It was a small. I have window. a question for you. Are there other choices at that point <laughs> before you go to picking up your poop and throwing it out the window? I mean, I I don't think I think you just go outside and say, "Hey, your toilet won't flush. Can I borrow a plunger?" Yeah. And then you say, "Don't come in." Or you up you up you upper upper dog? What is it called? Top dog it? Uh-huh. You know what that is? No. Is it upper upper dog? You put the <laughs> God damn it. You put the poo in the upper I dog. I don't know. Like this is a really weird moment because I don't know right now if we're moving in a better direction than these like horrible death stories or much worse with this. And I think it's a better thing, so I'm just gonna go with it. Yeah, the up upper dog where you poop in the top part of the Oh. So you, no one knows it's there, and it smells like shit. But it kind of always smells like shit, and it's just like it's yeah, it's a horrible. Yeah, but horrible the problem thing. with upper dogging is, wouldn't you still have to poop in the top first before knowing that the toilet didn't flush? Right, but I'm she saying, wasn't trying I'm to be at malicious. that point rather than throwing it out the window. Which oh, is what she right, was doing. right. Just move I guess it from yeah, the. She's still got to pick it up. Why wouldn't you? You would throw it out the but window. But she said she she wrapped her hand in toilet paper and picked it up. Right. Wow. So why not toss it out the window if you're going to put it in the top of the right. I'm she just, just trying, thought to, I'm it just would trying be gr- to think if there's something else you could do. Like, if was if there's put a hair dryer, could you, you just, dry it super fast and no, like you just, wouldn't you shape just, it into a sculpture? Just put it, put it in and the, put it above. You could put the, it in the sink and just wash it down the sink. Dude, what? Yeah. How? I mean, this is a disgusting <laughs> conversation. But how small but, are your turds that they're going to no, go down a when, sink? Wouldn't you think though that it would slowly erode if you put? Oh water my on god! It? This is the worst conversation <laughs> I've ever had. I I feel like it would. No way. I mean, dude, to, dude, depending. Okay, that totally depends. What did she eat? Do we know what she ate? <laughs> no. We're hoping not corn or like fiber. Like if it was anything somewhat solid, my, because t- now I'm just going all in. I just screw it. <laughs> yeah, my it. turds would not dilute at all. Well, can in- we go back? Unless, now- unless it was, you know, like a Pancho Villa kind of like lunch. But now if we're going all in, can we go back and talk about the girl who locked you in the closet? No, <laughs> I'm not going all in that. I'm going all in with the poop story. <laughs> okay. I feel like that could have been an option. I mean, you couldn't throw it in the trash can. To dilute it down the sink. Yeah. Maybe that. Uh, and obviously, it wouldn't have been of a structure that would be dilutable if she could pick it up with a napkin. I don't know. Let's go to your house and try this. No, dude. <laughs> uh, okay. I think I think what we've just learned is that she did the best thing she could have done. But she, then what she, happened? Yeah. I don't understand. So, so, what, so she got stuck in the window? So what happened is then she didn't realize that there was another window, I guess, below that had two panes. There was a two-paint window somewhere, and it got stuck between the panes. <laughs> um, oh, that's hilarious! So as now we'll go. So of and was it like an apartment complex where the I, people below her were like, "No, no, I think Charlie, it, there's poop between our panes." I think 
I think it was still somehow like, his like house. Like he's sitting there reading. The, I think he's it was reading like, the paper. I feel like it was an upper window and maybe a diagonal lower. I don't know. But anyway, he's I, reading the paper and it just starts raining poop. <laughs> it didn't even rain poop. It just like got in between two panes of glass. Yeah, but like you know, fell down in the window. He looks over. There's so window pane poop. There's window pane poop somewhere. Um, and and we'll post Ooh. we'll post a photo. <laughs> Please do. Um, so. Can we um, put it on the profile so she, for this episode? That'll get some good engagement. Yeah. So she, uh, the Tinder date went out, and as Liam described it, she had a panic looked in her eye and then admitted what she had done. <laughs> uh, after the shock wore off. But did she know it was stuck in the, yeah, yeah. she did. Okay. So after the, the shock wore off, um, she said that it would make the house smell, so she wanted to remove it. And he agreed. So they went upstairs and she hung out the window oh and god. tried to remove it. Oh my god. But when she got a hold of it, which she did, <laughs> they were unable to pull her back in. So she was Because she put, was stuck or she was just at a he wasn't strong enough or something. No, she was stuck. In the window. Really stuck. Um, as even the fire department said, she was really stuck. Like, <laughs> Um, but before, why can't, well, unless this gets worse, why can't all the stories and not with the poop side, but why can't they all be like traumatic experiences where no one dies? Dude, this is vomiting rainbows. There's always going to be one where someone dies. That'd be like vomiting roses. I don't know. Maybe I'll surprise you. Okay. You'll just never know. Um, so after that, they called the uh, fire department because she was stuck. They got there as quickly as possible. Um, and then at that point, uh, they got ready to rescue her. But first, because I guess the glass is um, uh, uh, semi-transparent, they, hmm. they took a photo and posted it on oh, the on dude. the Instagram on the that Instagram is for the fire. Questionable. It is morally questionable. On the fire department's Instagram page. Yeah. With her likeness, like her face showing, you couldn't see her face. Okay, yeah, but you still, can see there was still, a you can see there was a person. You can see there was a person on the other side. You've seen this? I've seen the photo. I'll show you. I'll post it. Oh man. Um, so that's pretty. Brutal. They were able to to rescue her, um, and then after that, Liam still had to tackle the poo problem, so he broke. So the fire department didn't give a little bonus offer. In no. That nope. That was on his own. Yeah. So then uh, they broke the. He had to break the window, uh, remove the poo, um, which now he owes his landlord three hundred pounds for the window. Jesus. So he started a GoFundMe page. No. And he raised so far as of yesterday, um, he raised uh, twenty uh, two thousand seven hundred. That's stupid. Or pounds. That's dumb. Um, and he says any money that is over the cost of the window. He will give to the Bristol Fire Department. Dude, that is okay. Great for the fire department. That's absurd. That people would be like, "This is such an important cause." I'm gonna give. Oh, he's hit his. I don't. He, I don't. I, I want to get the stretch goal freaking prize of of photo book of window shit. At no point do I think they thought it was so important. What that it was gonna go over? No. That it was so important that they, it had to get funded. I just think that it just became so, became viral. Ridiculous. So. Oh, my God. It's like everyone gave a buck. Yeah. 
I'm just, I mean, this is, I'm bitter about stuff like this because it's like in the world we live in today with how many well, who knows needy that? things there are, like people are dropping money on a stupid funny thing. Like it's the potato salad thing. I mean, part of it is like it's important to laugh in life, but holy shit, 20 grand? 20 I mean, grand. I, I guess if no, it no, were everything over no, three. No, two, 2,000. Oh, 2, Why did I think you said 20,000 pounds? No. I think I started off to say 2,700. Got it. And then instead That's I stopped. That's a little bit more reasonable. Right. And anything over 300 yeah, pounds go. All right, all right, fine. 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 Are you, do you want to keep ranting? Or? Uh, still not okay with it, but okay with it. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, decently cool. Okay. So uh, I, can, the can, point <laughs> is. The point is, it goes to a bigger topic of like the sticky factor of things that get popular, right? Sticky, that you see, like poop. Like, <laughs> nice. No, you see in everything, like, you have, I don't know, like an amazing original Beatles song and some, like, really weird. Okay, here's a good example that I saw recently The Rage Against the Machine song covered on toy instruments. Okay. Had, like, I don't know, 50 million views. And I'm like, that is such an amazing, politically charged, important song for the history right. of humanity. And it probably has, you know, two million. And I get that that's social media and that's what it is. But that's that stresses me out. It's a little stressful. <laughs> I mean, this was a, a... Oh, by the way, he also said that while he's very busy with his dissertation, he thinks she's a wonderful girl and he... So they're will, working it out. They may There may be another date. But See. he kind of said it in a way that was like... You've got a great personality. So here's the ultimate question. Does that story get told at their wedding if it works out? Oh, of course it does. Un- unavoidable, right? Unavoidable. <laughs> but I, I feel like if it's a traditional wedding, that's that might need to be avoided. No. All right. Uh, so you can find us at We Vomit Rainbows on all social media. Uh, please rate, review us on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah.